Live from Southern California, this is the Jim Rome Show. Let me start with the NFL. Because a massive domino fell on the NFL coaching carousel yesterday. And that massive domino fell right on the head of the alleged coaching goat when the Falcons announced the supposed hire or surprise hire of Rams DC, Raheem Morris, as their next head coach. Now, when I say surprise, I want to be very very clear about this. I want to be completely clear about this. It's not a surprise because Raheem Morris isn't a good choice or a good fit or a dude with enormous upside or one of the single most well-liked, well-respected coaches in the entire league because he's absolutely all of those things. The Falcons hiring Raheem Morris is a surprise because what that means is the Falcons just passed on the hood man. And what a look that is for the alleged coaching goat. And by that, I mean like the worst look ever for Bill Belichick. He went from he's interviewing the Falcons, not the other way around, to wow. They're actually talking to other people like they let this guy off the boat without locking it up. Check that. Not a boat, a yacht. Arthur Blank fishes off a yacht, not a boat. So they let it go from he's interviewing them, not the other way around, to they're letting him get off the yacht so they can talk to other people to hell. They're making him come back for a second interview to, oh my gosh, they just passed on this guy. It's all pretty wild. And you know what's even more wild? The Falcons got it right. Atlanta did the right thing. They passed on the GOAT, and it was absolutely the right call because Raheem Morris is one of the most respected and most exciting coaches in the NFL. That's right. Number one, he's not 71. No, he's also not arguably the greatest coach of all time, but he's also not a septuagenarian. No offense to any septuagenarians listening, but none of you guys are about to rip a head coaching gig in the NFL. Yes, the immediate pushback on the hire is going to be Raheem's career record, 21-38. and 38. Then again, you know what that looks like? You know what that looks and feels like to me? It looks and feels to me like Hoodman's 83 and 104 career record without Bacon 46. But it's true. Raheem definitely does not have the kind of overall success on his resume that the mumbler does. Nobody does, right? But Raheem did have a 10 win season as the head coach of the Bucs. Since then, he has been one of the more consistent, impressive assistants in the NFL. And the Falcons know this because he did a lot of that consistently impressive work right there in the ATL. He was the assistant head coach and the pass game coordinator of that NFC championship winning team under Dan Quinn. Then he was tapped as the interim head coach after DQ was let go. In other words, Arthur Blank and the Falcons know all about Raheem Morris. He knows them. They know him. They clearly love him. And they're far from the only ones. Just listen to anything that Sean McVay or Les Snead have to say about this guy. Or or what Mike Tomlin 
said about this guy on the Pivot podcast back in 2022. And I know some of the guys being denied are in the top 32. Raheem Morris is the best coach I know and ever been around that don't have a head job. And I don't have a problem saying it. I've never had a problem saying it. I've been saying it. Pretty impressive endorsement, right? He does not have a problem saying it. And it doesn't seem like anybody has a problem saying really, really complimentary things about this dude. Like if you thought that was a glowing endorsement, check out this rant that Jalen Ramsey went on last season. I don't give a what they say about Ra, Ra, Fa. I'm telling you, Ra, Fa. Like, oh, y'all, people, man, people don't have no clue. Like, Ra is, Ra is Fa, for real, for real. The fact that he's not a head coach somewhere, for real, is like a blessing for us, especially in that defensive room. Like, Ra is the real deal. I ain't even lying to you. Like, I'm, I'm passionate about that. Like, Ra is like that. Like, I'm not sure that I've ever heard a player, much less a Hall of Fame player, talk about a coach like that. Like, I'm not even kidding. Raw fire. For Raw real, fire. for real. For real, Raw for real. Fire. Raw fire, for real. The real My man, dude, that is some amazing like, alliteration. I'm passionate. Raw, raw. Raw, raw fire, raw for real. Like that. Raw fire. Like. Hey, dude, I'm not poking fun. I mean that. Like, that. that is an incredible endorsement from an incredible player. But, but this is how people around the league view this dude. Coaches, players, owners. To say Raheem Morris is a loved and respected football coach is a grave understatement. Again, it's not like Atlanta is taking a giant gamble on somebody who they don't know, who happens to have a great recommendation or recommendations, and a great rep. They know firsthand. They've had him. They've had him in that facility. They know why he has that rep. They know why he has those recs. And that's why they hired him. That's why they passed on the goat for this dude. And that's why they did the right thing. Now, having said that, It doesn't mean that he's a lock to win. It doesn't guarantee that he'll be a success. It means it's a damn good hire. But if they're going to be a damn good team, they're going to need a damn good quarterback. And that's something Raheem doesn't have. He has almost everything else in spades, but he does not have that. And that's potentially a big problem for raw fire. He needs to find a QB, and he needs to find one quickly. Raw fire. There are definitely pieces to work with in the ATL. There's talent on that roster. In fact, with the right quarterback, this could absolutely turn quickly. But the right quarterback is definitely not on that roster right now. No offense to any of the quarterbacks on that roster. In fact, are there even any quarterbacks left on that roster? The Falcons do hold the eighth pick overall. So what do they do? You know, way above my pay grade. But what do they do? Do they use that pick and trade up? It did seem possible for much of the offseason that they could be a landing spot for Justin Fields if the Bears decide to move on and draft QB. Maybe they take a shot at Kirk Cousins. Maybe they try to bring in Russett. Maybe if things fall apart between Baker Mayfield and Tampa, they take a shot there. Whatever it is, Raheem and GM Terry Fontenot need to hit on that decision. They need to find a guy and find a guy fast. And not just a guy, but the right guy. Here's another thing, though. This is incredible. Another thing that Raheem has going for him was he was a part of that absurd all-star coaching staff in Washington in 2013. You know, the 92 dream team of assistant coaching groups. Being on that staff apparently is the secret to becoming a head coach. Not only becoming a head coach, but being a successful head coach in the NFL. 
<laughs> this staff? Are you kidding me? Just go ahead and ask Kyle Shanahan, Sean McVay, Matt LaFleur, Mike McDaniel, or another dude who seems like he's going to get a head coaching job any second now, Texas OC Bobby Slowick, or Raw Fire, because Raheem Morris was also right there with them working for the senior lobster on the most mythical staff of all time. How is that even possible that they had all those guys on that staff? Rafa, I'm telling you, Rafa. Oh, oh, and you know what's amazing? Not only did they have all of those legends on that staff, do you know who else was on that staff? Uh Uh-huh. Our dude, Chris Forster, a.k.a. The Hoover. You know this icon. Miss you. Thinking about you. How about me going to a meeting and doing this before I go? There's those big grains falling, but I miss you. I miss you a lot. What do you think? Crazy? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I think, dude. Crazy. That's exactly what I think. Like the kids like to say, man, I just can't. How about him setting it up with, how about me doing this before going into a meeting? How about me going to a meeting? Anyway, bro. Anyway, Hoover, that aside, how the hell did that team ever lose to anybody with that staff? But the most amazing thing is, in fact, it's not even amazing, it's hilarious. They were 3-13. and 3-13 and 13 with that staff. <laughs> Even Alvin thinks that's funny. Make that make sense. Anyway, back to the hire. There is so much to like about this hire. So, quick question. Why is Old Trapper Beef Jerky so amazing? Let's start with the fact that it is a family-run business. A family business which stands by quality and produces the world's best beef jerky. Now, I've made this point many, many times, and I want to make it again right now. Beef jerky is not just beef jerky. I think some of you go to the store, and you reach for the beef jerky, and you think it's all the same. In fact, you might not even know what you're buying. That's a big mistake. Stop making that mistake. All beef jerky is not the same. In fact, there's nothing like Ultra Wrapper. It is simply the best. Four mouth-watering flavors, so you can get your choice of whatever you want. Myself, I like them all the same. I bounce back and forth between each and every one of them. So you can do the same thing. They come in four-ounce bags. If you need to learn, do it that way. If you already know what you want, go with the 18-ouncer. That way there's enough for everybody, the entire unit, the entire family, the entire team. If you do not see it, ask for Old Trapper by name because no other jerky compares Old Trapper, what is your beef? However, a lot less to like and a lot less to get excited about when it comes to a potential new Hoodman project, especially if it was a situation where the Hoodman wanted final say over the roster. Like, how did this guy get passed over? Belichick, the GM, killed Belichick, the head coach, in New England. And it's quite possible that Belichick, the GM, also killed Belichick, the head coach, and his only opportunity after New England. Because the Hoodman didn't interview for any other job as far as we can tell. Interviewed for that job twice, but none of the others that we know of. So the Falcons may have been the only team to express any interest 
and they just passed on the guy. So, sorry, Pops. What that looks like is you're going to have to chill on the sidelines for at least another year before you resume pursuit of that all-time coaching record. Here's the thing. I would not be so sure the teams are going to just line up to bring him in next offseason either. He was supposed to be the top dog. He was supposed to be the top choice this year and gets almost no interest. So why would next year be any different than this year? Maybe. I'm just not convinced that this whole sit out a year, then come back and chase the wins record thing is going to be a thing. Because it doesn't seem to me like anybody else around the league gives a crap about the all-time wins record. Nobody gives a crap except a bitterman chasing the record himself. I mean, does anybody really care about that record besides him? Hoodman just spent this hiring cycle looking like a top 10 draft prospect in a nice suit, sitting in the green room, waiting to hear his name, but dropping, plummeting, like the cameras keep cutting over to the Hoodman and his fam and his face-looking son. And he just keeps looking older and older and more miserable and more awkward. Awkward. Getting passed over and over and over and over and over and over. And then not picked at all. Day three. Now he's an undrafted free agent. Listen, my whole point is, if nobody wants that guy now at 71, what makes anybody think that anybody's going to want him at 72? Did you really think that that guy at that age is going to change or improve with a year off? I I really doubt he's going to be one of those guys who's going to take that year and go from camp to camp to camp to camp to camp to visit with a bunch of other coaches and pick their brains. If you haven't noticed, you know what's not in? That's not in. You know what's not in? Age. Old is out. That's what's old Old is out in the NFL. No bites on hood. No interest in the gum assassin, Peter Carroll. You know, frankly, it makes sense. It just does. The game is changing rapidly. Players are changing rapidly. They're constantly getting younger and more TikTok-y. And we all know the hood man is not from the Snapface or Instachat generation. Maybe if he actually had a snap face or an instant chat, he'd have a job right now. If any of this tells us anything, it's that Bob Kraft definitely made the right call. In fact, if any of this tells us anything, it's that Bob Kraft waited too long and should have cut the hood loose earlier. The only thing more bizarre than seeing the hood get the all-time wins record in a cutoff hoodie that is not plastered with Patriots all over it, is seeing him not get the record at all. He's only 15 wins away. I think all those bags from the 72 Dolphins who celebrate every time the last unbeaten loses every single year should all get together right now and pour one out for their iconic coach, Don Shula. Now that the alleged GOAT has to sit out a year. In fact, they should do it every single time the hood gets passed over in a hiring cycle. Just another reason for Merck and the fellas 
to get loose and remind everybody in the world you're not them and demand that everybody tell them how their ass tastes. Pretty amazing. Only one team seemed to have an interest in this guy, made him interview a second time, passed him over, and it was the right call. They hired the right guy. Uh, yes, I absolutely would have hired Raheem Morris Raph, over the hood. I'm telling you, Rafa. 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 Everybody is speaking glowingly of Rafa, and understandably so. 1 800 636 8686. Rafa. DraftKings, the leader in fantasy sports, just dropped a brand new fantasy app. Pick six. Pick six is the newest way for you to get in on the fantasy football action with DraftKings. Just pick between two and six pro football players and choose if they're going to have more or less of a stat. For example, will a player have more or less than 100 rushing yards or will a player have more than one touchdown? Track your lineup and compete against others for a shot at huge cash prizes. Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app right now and sign up with the code ROME, code ROME, R-O-M-E. Only on DraftKings Pick 6, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER, 18 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Must be present in a state where DraftKings Pick 6 operates. Pick 6 is not available in all states including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date lists of states, please visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com. Hate the way this segment got chopped up already. Let's get right at it. We're joined right now by a former offensive lineman. He is an analyst for CBS Sports, Westwood One, and Odyssey. He is host of the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, of course, I'm speaking of Ross Tucker. Ross, always great to chop it up with you. I have to know, how are you spending your weekend, Ross? Uh, you know what? Tomorrow, I'm going with my daughters to Dancing with the Stars. Uh, I guess like a theater show. I don't know. But they're really into dancing, and they're really into that show. So that's what I'm doing Saturday afternoon in Lancaster, PA. Because I got essentially a home game, Jim. I'm on the sideline Sunday for the AFC Championship game for Westwood One on national radio for the Chiefs and the Ravens. And the Ravens might actually be the closest stadium to me. It's like an hour 20. So it's awesome. And I'll just drive down Sunday morning, do the game, drive back, listen to the first half of Niners-Lions, and watch the second half. It's beautiful. It sounds like the best weekend ever. All right, Ross, so what about that game? The Ravens defense, for instance, pulled off the rare triple crown finishing the regular season as the first team in history to lead the NFL in points allowed, sacks, and takeaways. Hey, if they contain Patrick Mahomes, does that Ravens D then belong in the conversation maybe as one of the greatest units ever? I think that there's enough statistical backing that they should be in the conversation for whatever reason it doesn't feel as if they've been that dominant. And that's kind of the same thing with their record, Jim. It's going to be really interesting. If they win two more games and win the Super Bowl, there's going to be a lot of metrics that suggest they're one of the best teams we've ever seen. But they lost four games. Now, they didn't really try against the Steelers in Week 18, but they lost close games earlier in the year 
to the Colts, the Steelers, and Browns. But, Jim, I, I know you know some of these, but for the clones, they're the third team ever to average 25 points a game, have the number one rushing offense, and the number one scoring defense. The other two, the 85 Bears and the undefeated 72 Dolphins. And they're even the first team since the 96 Packers to have the first team all-pro quarterback and the number one scoring D. So we're talking about some pretty heady stuff. Now, they got to win two more games. And people say, oh, but they lost those three. They've also beaten nine teams of winning records by 14 points or more. It's going to be a really interesting discussion and case study after the Super Bowl if they can win two more. Exactly. You knew exactly where I was going with that. Ross Tucker joining us. All right, Ross, I want to move quickly because we don't have a lot of time today. I wish we had more. But in the NFC Championship game, let me just ask you this. Which quarterback do you have more confidence in, Jared Goff or Brock Purdy? I think you got to go with Goff based on the way he's been playing. Now, I do think Purdy will play better than he did Saturday night against Green Bay for a couple reasons. Maybe it was rust. Maybe it was the weather, whatever. But I love the Lions offense. I like their O-line. You know, so much of what they do, Jim, is this first down play action. And I can tell you as a former offensive lineman, it's amazing. Because the first second and a half, the D linemen, they think it's a run. And let's be honest, like those guys are not the brightest bulbs typically. So by the time they actually figure out it's a pass and they transition from stopping the run to trying to get some pressure, it's usually too late. And that's why when you watch the game, watch how many times Jared Goff, it feels like he has five seconds. And it's because it's usually a play-action pass and the Niners' D-line is playing run to stop. I think that's really interesting. Now, Ross, you like to dabble in the sports investment area, if you see me working. Which way are you leaning in both games ATS? So it's interesting to me that the money's come in on both of the favorites. Really interesting. It surprises me quite a bit that the line for the Chiefs and the Ravens went from plus 3.5 to plus 4. I liked the Chiefs when it was plus 3.5. I mean, listen, I do think the Ravens will win the game, but I have a really tough time picturing the Ravens blowing out this Chiefs team with their playoff pedigree. So my favorite bet of of the weekend, I said this on the Even Money Betting Podcast, it's the Chiefs getting the three and a half or now four points. I liked the Lions getting seven. Now I really like them getting seven and a half. That is a big hook, Jim, a really, really big hook. So I'll take both the dogs. I typically do, but to get right over those key numbers of three and seven to three and a half or four and the seven and a half, that is nice. Yeah, normally, Ross, I hate the hook or I love the hook, depending on which way I'm leaning, but no way around it. It is an enormous hook. Hey, Ross, let me ask you something. Like, you're a rare dude that always has an answer, and I mean that in a good way. Like, I can ask you anything, and you will have a very well-reasoned response. So let me ask you this. You got Valentine's Day coming up. What if you've been with your significant other for a long, long time, and you're straight up out of ideas? You want to be fresh. (laughs) You want to win the day with that important idea, but man, there is no card left to play what would you do so i've told you about this before it's my buddy started the company it's called myfrontpagestory.com 
It's amazing. You talk to one of their writers for 10 minutes while you're driving home from work or whatever, tell them how great your significant other is. They write this amazing story. Looks like it's on the cover of the newspaper, framed, beautiful. And just being able to say, Jim, hey, hon, I want to do something special for you. So I had a story written about you. And by the way, if any of the clones think about doing this at myfrontpagestory.com, make sure you say to the writer, I just never thank my wife enough for all the little things she does. Even if you can't think of anything she does, just say that. I've seen like six videos now, Jim, where the, where the woman is crying when she gets that, like, oh, my gosh, he notices. That's the money line. I don't thank her enough for the little things. Myfrontpagestory.com. Try not to have your peeps break the website again. MyFrontPageStory.com. Wait, Ross, clones, get your crayons out. Write this down. That's the money line right there. Feed them that line once again, Ross. MyFrontPageStory.com. It's I never thank her enough for all the little things she does. And like I said, even if you can't think of the little things, she can, and she knows the little things she does for you. She doesn't think you notice because you don't notice. So say it, and she'll think you do notice. That's it. I love it. Clones, get after that thing right now because it's something different. She'll think that you put thought into it. It's not just the flowers. It's not just the candy. It's something new. Ross, I got about 60 seconds. Let me ask you about Bill Belichick. If he misses on this cycle, is he any more attractive a candidate next year than he is not right now? I think it'll help a little bit, actually, because my guess is he'll do TV And because he won't be in robot mode, he'll be perceived different and better. Oh, this guy's got a personality. Oh, this guy's actually kind of funny. Oh, he's insightful. And he'll be a year further removed from the debacle that's been the Patriots the last four years. And someone will then bring him in. It's unbelievable how our industry works, Jim. All you need to do is put a guy on TV for a year, have him show a little bit of personality, And that's enough for a lot of fans to forget about what happened the last four years. Oh, I actually like that guy. Let's get him. He's the greatest coach of all time. Nobody wants him right now, Jim. I'm telling you in a year from now, I think people will. Really interesting. Like I said, always a well-reasoned response. Ross, it sounds like you have a big-time, big-time weekend. Enjoy it. Great to have you here. Thanks for starting that legendary weekend with us, Ross. Have a great time. We'll do it again soon. It is my pleasure. Love being on with you, Jim. And you know you have the best listeners. Nobody has listeners that take action and respond like you guys. I hope all your advertisers realize that. Thanks, man. Appreciate that, Ross. Have a great weekend. Clones, do what you got to do. And not even what you got to do, but what you should do. That's why I did that. It's, it's key. Do something different come Valentine's Day. She, he... Whoever the significant other is will think, wow, you know, in today's world, it seems the best treatment is reserved for only a few. Well, Discover wants to change that by making everybody feel special. That's why with your Discover card, you have access to 24-7 live customer service as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Finally, no matter who you are or where you are in life, you'll feel special with Discover. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. All right, time now for Big Head Bets. We already had Ross Tucker on. Now another perspective or two. Head, it is championship weekend. You have been on one. A heater. Question is, Head, one, 
can you keep it going? And two, is the sun out and are dogs getting washed at surfing suds? Okay, so yes, we can keep it going. We're on fire here. The sun is not out. It's still snowing, but we are washing some dogs this week, so it's been a good week. How many? Uh, I think four or five, which isn't bad. We just opened it. We haven't advertised or anything. No, I'm not in, not, not in any way am I clowning. I'm just kind of curious about units. Yeah, dogs a washed. Right now. What's yeah. the reaction been? Good? Yeah, no complaints, which is fantastic, but the people that have been in there have said that it's a reasonably price and good job so do you do, do you run them through the same car wash as no the cars? no we got a tub for that they put them they they have to do it no, themselves. No, no. they do it all themselves all right, I, got, I got questions yeah. lots and lots of questions but <laughs> let's get back to football for a minute but congrats on finally getting that wing going thank why you, don't we you. start with the afc chiefs and ravens the chiefs head are finally starting to look more like the chiefs they're playing some of their best ball when it matters most the ravens while tied at the half against houston have been Straight, dominant. They were once again in knocking a good Texans team the hell out in the second half in the divisional round. I know the numbers moved around a bit. Mm. Where is it right now? And I have to know, how are you playing it? So before we get to this pick, can we please, Allen, play the proper respect to our guy Aguilar for scoring a touchdown last week? My man um, just throwing babies out the window. We was catching them. Unlike Aguilar and his mishaps, I like to put that out there. Thank you. All of them. Hall of Fame right there. You that guy's name is Hakeem Law, actually. Thank I you, Alan. research on that one. Yes, thank you, Alan. I appreciate that. Um, your number for this game is Baltimore is He's now favored not by... a bleeping jukebox, head. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, Baltimore is now favored by four. Same number Ross had. Styles make fights, and there's a lot to like here. If you are the Ravens, they are the top-running uh, team in football, and as we know, that's exactly what you want to do against this Chiefs defense. Run the football. Also, Patrick Mahomes and his ability to throw the football is Kansas City's strength. As we know on offense, the Ravens are the best in the NFL in allowing 5.2 yards per pass. They have the most sacks in the NFL and third most turnovers, which Mahomes has had a tendency in throwing the football to the other team this season. Now, Mahomes has lit up top 10 defenses in his postseason career. Like the Chiefs have scored about 28 points per game against them, but I looked at every single one of them and in my opinion, only one is similar to this Ravens D, the Bacon 46D that dominated Mahomes in Super Bowl 55. And right now, the key is to get Mahomes without blitzing, which the Ravens don't <laughs> do often. There were four games this season where Pat was sacked at least three times, and the Chiefs were 1-3. The Joe Tooney injury is huge for the Chiefs because not only is he the best pass-blocking guard in football, losing him against this Mike McDonald simulated rush with a Justin Matabuke, which I'm sure I messed that up, is less than ideal because of the continuity Pretty and close. communication. Good effort Not by bad. you, dude. He's a good football player. That's a, he's a good yeah. football player, and that's a hard name. That's a high degree of difficulty. You Thank did you. not embarrass yourself on that one. I'm so proud of myself. Look at that. You should be. Okay. ATS Mahomes, 9-1-1 in, in his career as an underdog. But sorry, KC fan, your only chance is if Tucker runs into a 60-year-old or two on Saturday night, throws him off, and he misses a few field goals because it's Ravens win, Ravens cover, Baltimore minus four. I got to be honest, dude. I did not think you'd go that way. I did not think you would go that way. You and I haven't talked about it, but I did not think you were going that way. Listen, I never, ever thought that I would do it. I never, ever thought that I would say no to Patrick Mahomes and points in a big game. I mean, who does that, dude? Only people who aren't smart 
uh-huh. and know nothing about ball. That's who. That's because it. number one, he's Patrick Mahomes. Number two, as you just pointed out, we all know his revolting numbers as a dog. Nine, one, and one. That said, that's exactly what I'm going to do. Pick yes. against Patrick Mahomes as a dog. Fact is, I'm picking a quarterback. If I am, I'm taking Patrick Mahomes over Lamar. What? Mm-hmm. That's not even a shot at Lamar. Nope. I'm taking Mahomes over every other quarterback in that league. But if I'm taking a team, I'm taking the Ravens over the Chiefs because right now I'm probably taking Lamar over any other quarterback in the league, not named Mahomes. And just as important, if not more importantly, I'm taking the Ravens defense, the Ravens defense over every other defense in the league. And I'm almost ready, as I mentioned. With Ross, I'm almost ready to start talking about them historically, as in, Mm -hmm. are they one of the best ever? As long as the Chiefs have Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, we know they're dangerous. Mm -hmm. Travis Kelsey looks rejuvenated. Their defense continues to impress, and they absolutely are playing better now ahead than they were in the regular season, but they are not playing better, nor are they a better team than the Ravens, who to me are the most complete team in the league. Not only do I not have an issue laying those points— I'm pretty comfortable laying those points. Nice. That's how much I like Baltimore. Not that it matters, but, dude, I hit them early in the week. I got them at minus three. But I, know. I would still hit them at minus four. <laughs> Ravens, minus four. I'm with you. Love All to right, see so it. we're on the same page. Love it. Now, of course, your foster brother, Kyle Shanahan, <laughs> and the Niners brother, are back in the conference title game, hopefully this time for your sake mm-hmm. and the sake of Niner Nation. Brock Purdy's elbow does not explode the uh-huh. first time he drops back to pass. Head, you know the Lions. Being there is an all-time awesome story. And if they can pull the shocker and go to a Super Bowl, it'll be a thrill of a lifetime for all long-suffering Lions fans. But, dude, I need you to be objective. Take the personal element out of this. Because I know your love for the Shanahan family surpasses even your hate of the rest of the world collectively. Break it down objectively. What is that number? What are you doing with it? Personal element is out. After all, I did bet the Green Bay Packers last week and won there. You Here did. it is a big number. My bros 49ers are favored now by seven and a half points. Like the hook. Ross and you talk. Dude, what? the hook. The hook, yes. It's big. And guess what, Romo? I'm laying the points. Um, even with a subpar Debo, if he does go, and guess the biggest what? reason why is that Detroit defense? It's been a straight butthole. It's like Brandon Staley is consulting Aaron Glenn on how to get worse. They've given up 833 Ouch, yards of total offense you in their last two games, two playoff okay. games, I'm 833 yards. Sir Matthew Stafford and Baker Mayfield combined for 716 yards passing. And while, yes, the Lions' strength in the regular season was their run D, Kyron Williams and Rashad White had success against these guys too. And now they welcome a running game headed by Kyle that Forrester guy you mentioned earlier, Christian McCaffrey, that guy. Blowing holes open like no other. That's what they're going to do this weekend. Oh, Also, the offense of theirs, 6.6 yards per play, best in the NFL. On the other side of the football, the Lions can run the football, and that's their shot here. San Francisco is 3-4 and four this season when they allow 100 yards or more rushing. Hey, dude, just because I don't react to some things that you say that are really, really over the top does not mean that I didn't hear them. It means I'm not reacting to them. Thank you, Alan. Blowing holes open. Like Forrester, yeah. Yeah, no, I heard it. Okay, my bad. Okay. I just want to make sure you knew that I heard it. Okay. I don't approve. I do not yeah. approve of that message. It was so funny, though. Turnover battle. The Lions are 10-1 and one when so golf. It was so funny, though. I know, I'm complimenting myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. per usual. <laughs> Name one person not named you who laughed at that. The crew, I'm hoping. 
I can no. see Jack in the back. Tommy's no? got his hand up for some reason. Like, hey, what? You have a question there, son? I know you didn't laugh at that. He's like, this guy's an idiot. Let's get him off the air. Um, okay, nobody's laughing. Yeah, Turn yeah, I, I, I move that we, we cancel this segment. That's why his hand no, is up. that ain't good. Show of hands for those who want to get rid of this guy. Oh, I do. Uh, Go ahead. <laughs> Lions, 10-1 uh, when Goff didn't throw an interception this season. 4-4 four and four this season when he did throw one. Big clock Brock. 11-0 when he didn't throw an interception, 2-4 and four when he did. As a whole, though, San Francisco is so much better the in protecting clock. and taking the football away the last two holes? seasons. I don't know. Forrester again? That was me. There you go. The last two seasons, San Francisco led that the guy, NFL. Can you let that go? Just He made he had a bad day. He's had a couple bad days, but he's had a True. lot of good days because he's really good at his job. He is. He's so Obviously. good at his job. If you could survive something like that, he must be the best ever at his job. Dude, he's like Alex Gibbs Jr. out there just making, making, never mind, I won't say it again. Let it go, ATS. dude. Keep going. <laughs> uh, Goff has also been uh, considerably worse on the road. I'm just going to put that out there. Also, ATS Cannibal is a goat, which we've been saying. He's 68% ATS, according to ESPN Stats. That's the best ATS mark for any head coach since 1970, and the 49ers are 0-6 ATS in the last six home games. According to ESPN Stats, again, that's tied for the second longest ATS losing streak in the Super Bowl era. But sorry, Detroit, your Lions are heading back to Motor City Ooh. with their heads hanging low, Ooh. missing an ass cheek hey, and a few Rob, toes. Hey, Rob, 49ers minus 7. Ouch. doesn't matter if you have okay. one ass cheek and three toes. Here's, <laughs> Here's where I come out. I obviously like the Niners. I like them a lot. Obviously, I like them even more if Debo goes, duh. But I don't like them as much as I did earlier this season when I said they were the ones to beat. Mm -hmm. I remember them getting curb stomped by the Ravens on Christmas. Truthfully, I thought Green Bay had them last week. Last week. Credit for doing what they had to do. Credit to Brock Purdy for shutting some people up with that game-winning drive. But they don't look as dominant to me as they did several weeks ago. And the reason they don't look as dominant is because they're not as dominant. The question is, are they good enough to win this game and cover, especially now with that hook? Because there's something... Something about the Lions. They're not just playing with house money. They're not just happy to be here. They're here to break your face. Incredibly. Everything. They're everything that Dan Campbell said they'd be when he busted out with that wacky opening presser. Talking about biting kneecaps. They're all those things. That's exactly what they do. That's exactly who they are. And they do travel. And they're not going to Santa Clara looking to compete or hoping to win. They expect to win. And there's a hell of a lot to like about them. You talked about some of this. They're strong up front. They can run the ball. They have explosive playmakers. Jared Goff going back to the Bay Area. Getting to the Super Bowl, that's an incredible thought. My only concern about the Lions is one that you mentioned. It's very obvious. It's a concern that anybody who loves that team would have. It's that, well, how do I put this? That pass defense, Mm -hmm. it's ass Mm. a lot of times. It is. It's not a small concern. I'm not putting it aside, but you know what? There is so much to like about the Lions and not as much to like about the Niners. So I'm previously, I mean. I'm going to take the points, yo. If you're going to give me a hook, I'll take that. Plus seven and a half. Let's yeah. see if they shock the world. Let's see if they win that game straight up. Because honestly, since I will be in Vegas all week for that, there's nothing I'd rather see more than Lions fans who've waited 140 years converging on Vegas, crying up and down the strip, talking about what it means to them. So good. So good. All right, so as opposed to Frisco fan, who's there all the time, 
anyway, head run it back. It's only two games, but who did you pick? Uh, 49ers minus 7.5 v. Lions. Ravens minus 4 v. Chiefs. Uh, travel safe. Glad to hear you're not flying on American Airlines, too, as well today, Jim. Did you hear about the flagellant flyer earlier this week? Actually, dude, I may, in fact, I don't know who I'm flying on, but no, I didn't, and I don't want to hear. All right. Flight from Phoenix to Austin. I'm glad you're not going to Austin instead of Dallas. Uh, no wonder you were, hitting, like, you were hitting yeah. me up all morning long. Dude, dude, you going to Dallas? When are you going to You go, why? When? What? I'm like, <laughs> exactly. why do you care? And now I, I know why you yeah. care. They had to get a plane because of the defiant, like, angry. Yeah, guy, I don't care, Head. Why are, you, why are you still talking? Why are you still on the air, even? I know it's true. Good, goodbye, Head. Tweeted goodbye, right. Head. Okay. Goodbye, Head. Bye. Goodbye, Head. Thank you. Thank you. Go. Go. Get the hell out of here. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Did you know one in four car batteries is weak and needs to be replaced? O'Reilly Auto Parts will test your battery for free. If your battery needs to be replaced, our professional parts people can help you find the right super start battery for your vehicle and budget. Don't wait. Get your battery tested for free today at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. John Morosi joining us. Amazing. Like I said, you and I have talked for so many years. We are good friends. You work for MLB Network. As an insider, you can break down baseball. You work for NHL Network as an insider. You can break that down. You just broke down that matchup. My man, I don't want to put you on the spot, and I've never asked you to do this before, John, but I need you to split the atom. Can you do that for me right now? I, I will I will try the best that I can, Jim. But what, what does that entail, my friend? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm telling you, you could. Listen, you just returned from Cooperstown where you covered the Baseball Hall of Fame election for MLB Network. What stands out to you about the class of 2024, Adrian Beltre, Todd Helton, and Joe Maurer? Well, Jim, I, I appreciate you asking. It was an amazing week for us at MLB Network to have all of our programming up there and Hot Stove and MLB Now. It was just it was such a pleasure to work with our crew up there. It's a special place, and we welcomed three great new members. Adrian Beltre, 3,000 hits, one of the best all-time third basemen, two-way. He won multiple gold gloves, multiple silver sluggers. And I love Beltre's story, Jim, because I actually covered him for a season in Seattle back in 2005, and he talked about the weight of the massive contract that he signed with the Mariners at that point and how for a while the game wasn't that much fun. But then he found the joy again. And, and I think for him it was a combination of finding the joy and also building his resume through his 30s. He was not even yet an all-star player when he was 30 years old until he went to the Red Sox in 2010. So, so Jim, to me, it's, it's a great lesson for a lot of young players and a lot of aspiring ball players that it doesn't necessarily have to happen right away for you to have success and wind up in Cooperstown. And then, of course, for Joe Maurer, it's a different case because he was the number one overall pick in the MLB draft by his hometown Minnesota Twins. Not only was he the number one pick in the baseball draft, he was the top quarterback recruit to the Florida State Seminoles in Bobby Bowden for the high school class of 2001. And you've got to credit the Twins, their late scouting director, Mike Radcliffe, for having the faith and looking at their local guy. And sometimes, Jim, in in sports, we tend to, to pick apart the resumes of those that we know best. And I think it's a great credit to scouting that the Twins looked at Joe Maurer at Creighton-Durham Hall High School, St. Paul, Minnesota, and saw what he could do and not what he could not do. And they focused on that, made him the number one pick. He's the best catcher in baseball for a decade. Three batting titles, Jim, of the seven batting titles won by catchers since 1900. 
Joe Maurer has three of the seven. Extraordinary. And then, of course, Todd Helton, I'm so thrilled for him and his family. He gets in on the sixth time for him, a, a proud Tennessee volunteer, Peyton Manning's predecessor. Yes, predecessor as the quarterback at Tennessee. Peyton was actually, for a brief time, Todd Helton's backup. And Peyton and Archie Manning both this week, Jim, called with congratulations to Todd Helton for getting in. I'm really happy that the voters did not discredit Todd for having played for the Colorado Rockies, where, of course, we know that the numbers offensively can be higher there, but his overall road numbers are better than the home and road numbers of Hall of Famers like Carl Yastrzemski. So a very deserving Hall of Famer, all three of them deserving. And, of course, Jim Leland makes it in as well as the fourth member of the class. I cannot wait for induction weekend in Cooperstown this July. You know, I love what you just said about Todd Helton. I couldn't agree more. I'm very, very happy for Todd Helton. I'm glad to see him get his due. Had to wait a little bit longer than he should have, I think, but I'm glad that he's in better late than never. Hey, John, one last thing. So Jim Leland is going to get in. He was voted in last month by the Contemporary Baseball Era Committee. You covered him in your last manager or his last managerial job at the Tigers. I'm curious. He was one of the few guys to stand up to Barry Bonds. Who will ever forget 1991 in spring training when they nearly came to blows it brings up this whole discussion of whether or not alleged steroid users like bonds or roger clemens will ever get in alex rodriguez john only got 35 percent of the vote where does that leave him and other suspected users in your mind you know jim it's a great question we were talking in in the plaque gallery during our coverage and, and my friend joel sherman was sitting beside me and after a certain amount of time it was basically two or three hours he said we have not talked about a rod and manny at all. And I, I, I hate to say it just from the standpoint of talking about two uh, amazing players based on their track record, but they've become almost irrelevant in, this, in the Hall of Fame conversation. Uh, I do not vote for them. I believe their suspensions uh, of the drug policy are disqualifying. I did vote for Bonds, or for Bonds and Clemens because in their cases, they were not suspended by MLB, and their transgressions happened before testing in the major leagues came into play. So I view them very, very differently. I voted for Gary Sheffield this year. I believe strongly he should be in the Hall of Fame. He got a very strong majority, but again, not up to 75%. I do not believe, Jim, that Bonds and Clemens, based on the fact that they were on the Veterans Committee ballot and they did not make it the first time there was a Veterans Committee hearing for them, I don't believe they're getting in. And based on the percentages, I am convinced that A-Rod and Manny are not getting in. So I, I do think the one positive thing, Jim, is we are moving a bit past this very controversial period of balloting to where steroids were front and center in the discussion for so long. This week and this year, it simply was not. It is a less relevant conversation now than it's been for about the last decade. JPM joining us. I love that point. Leave me with this thought for those who don't know. Who are the marquee names that will be on the ballot for the first time in 2025, John? I cannot wait for this, Jim. Ichiro Suzuki and C.C. Sebastian. Of course, a champion with the New York Yankees. Uh, What he did in back-to-back postseasons 08 and 09 I think is almost Hall of Fame worthy in and of itself. And then you have one of the best strikeout totals of his generation. So I believe CC is a clear choice. And Ichiro Suzuki, I covered him again, I mentioned with the Seattle Mariners for a season. And there was a long time where, where people weren't sure if he was going to be able to get 3,000 hits in MLB in addition to all that he did in Japan. Well, guess what? 
he got there. And I just cannot wait to see, Jim, what the media presence and also the fan presence will be in Cooperstown to see the first great Japanese position player in MLB enshrined in the National Baseball Hall of Fame and Museum. It's going to be a worldwide, international, great baseball story in the summer of 2025, and I cannot wait. That's what energy, enthusiasm, and passion sound like. He is an MLB Network Insider, an NHL Network Insider, Sirius XM MLB Network Radio Contributor, and a proud Michigander because it is a huge, huge weekend. John, great to have you on. Enjoy all of this weekend. I know you and I will do it again soon. Jim, I appreciate our, our friendship and the conversation as always. Keep up the amazing work that you do. And, yes, I hope we're breaking down a Lions Super Bowl when we next talk. Okay. Are we ready for breaking news? Um... Welcome to the jungle. What's going on? My name is Jim Rome. A tremendous Monday to you. Well, unfortunately, it's a tremendous Monday for some of you and an agonizing Monday for some of you as well. I'm here for it, man. I'm telling you, Mafia. Bill's Mafia. Wide right. (laughs) That is the universe trolling, mocking, and laughing at the Mafia. We appreciate you all out coming on out to show the snow. At our yes, that was our. The bathrooms left a little bit to be designed. What does that say about? What would you think about that? He's better than Josh. Duh! What would you say about that? <laughs> like, I like, are you kidding me with that question? Jeffrey Chidiha joining us. Where do the Bills go from here? I don't know how this could not be the most heartbreaking moment in this run they've had with Josh Allen and Sean McDermott. Hey, John Elway let John Fox go in Denver and ended up winning championship with Gary Kubiak. You know what did John Fox say? I'll tell you what, Jim. I am pumped, and we are going to roll into Baltimore. And I was really just calling in to tell that kid to go husk some corn. How that noise joining us. I do have a chip on my shoulder. I think, you know, the NFL is going to this analytics bullshit. Sorry for my language, but I'm a football player. Absolute disgusting performance. Give me more of that. I don't need in-season tournaments. I need teams feeding their guy to get him a franchise record, and then the head coach lighting them on fire. Immature basketball. You want me to pay more attention to the regular season? Give me that. Hey, Dan, I got about 30 seconds. How's B. Arthur? Jim, he's great. Still a total spaz. Um, real bad anxiety issues. But, like, what do you expect? You named the dog after a Golden Girl. A true Ram fan. Honestly, like, uh, you know, the only thing that is important is the 49ers. Okay? They are the worst ever. I'm sorry, you know. At the Niners, lay the points. Glover Quinn. Dan Campbell has came in and, and really put his stamp on this team. Really represents the city of Detroit. Hard-nosed, gritty, blue-collar. That's the city of Detroit. We have news in from CNN. They are reporting. From CNN? Sports. From CNN. That was my exact reaction. Like, that's a thing? CNN Sports scooped Woj? Seriously? Alex Anzalone joining me for a few more moments. Don't leave the game up in the hands of the referees. (laughs) I bet that was the biggest lesson from that game. Be in the moment and really treat each play like it's a play that's going to win the game. Adrian Griffin's tenure was shockingly short. Thanks. Wyatt Ferber? Come on with that, dude. Come on. Dan Hurley. Jim, great, man. It sounds like we're doing pretty good. The sugar calls me. You know, that's probably my one vice, man, is like yes, the ice cream dude. and cookies and <laughs> it calls me too, man. My dad, man, he was like the cookie monster back in the day. Well, why did you name the horse the Great Equalizer? And what is the Great Equalizer? Oh, I'm glad you asked. Diarrhea. So why not just name the horse Diarrhea? It runs. 
Heyo. How about I name the horse Rich Ackerman? That was Alvin's way of giving me an idea and telling me to get the hell out. I think Dr. General will come around on that. That's just me. Show me your lightning bolt. I want to hear from you today. Inglewood. San Pedro. Silver I'm looking Lake. at you, Stallions. Lose my coach's number. I got a sign for you to steal. Stallions, it's a finger, and it's pointing up, you dirtbag. <laughs> the first five calls through on the call-in line get a free... <laughs> Plant paste chorizo burrito. Sergio, the Chargers, they suck. They always suck. Disregard in Beaumont or uh, Palisade. Raider fan, we don't give a rat's ass. They're still our bitches. That's what's in. Jim, I'm 64 years old. I DJ. Uh, you know he's going to bring a lot of energy and juice, enthusiasm, all that stuff. That's coming. It is the beef segment. See, my beef is child support. And think about how much money Ray Charles has spent on child support. He ain't even ever seen his kid. Name your horse. John Elway. Well, on war, the little Kremlin by the sea, also known as the Irvine Company. But now all wrestling matches postponed. Thanks, Jungle Tourette's. Thanks for absolutely nothing. Sitting outside, puffing in my PJs, bald head and glasses, bald head and glasses. Walk my wife to work, puffing in my PJs, playing a Nintendo, puffing in my PJs. Jera, dude, get over yourself. Die already! You know, you have the best listeners. Nobody has listeners that take action and respond like you guys. I hope all your advertisers realize that. Glad to hear you're not flying on American Airlines 2 as well today, Jim. Did you hear about the flagellant flyer earlier this week? All right. Flight from Phoenix to Austin. I'm glad you're not going to Austin instead of Dallas. My advice to you, get past one in Rome. I see Detroit winning this football game. We're going to hammer his ass. Seriously, get a Tesla. I hope your show continues to soar to the universe, my man. <laughs> Puffing in my PJs. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> be well. Take care. <clears throat> to honor to come on here, man. I've been a fan my whole life for you, Romy. Rooks ain't playing this time. Oh, I'm telling you, Rafa. Welcome. Stay tuned next week. Good night now. Good night now.